good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is day two of Dave streaming five times a week that you're going to get starting, obviously, this week uh, on Double Barrel Gaming. Yesterday, we had an absolutely outstanding conversation and panel and topics for, of course, the inaugural episode of xbox lunch break special that's right folks that is the new monday show that is dedicated to xbox you have a panel of myself fuzzy belvedere and web dave but i'm happy to announce ladies and gentlemen that starting next week crazy lou gaming from xbox international has joined the cast of characters and listen we're going to be bringing you great xbox content on mondays for about 70 to 90 minutes it's it's, it's a bite-sized show uh again adding on a fifth show to double barrel gaming uh but listen we have one heck of a show for you here today on the xbox factor podcast we're going to be talking gears we're going to be talking about what certain affinity is working on we're also going to be talking about guess what grounded being reviewed very well and you know what another giant success story for the team known as obsidian games and listen you know quietly and politely microsoft is taking gas games to another level we've saw how cfds launched uh and all they have done over at rare is make that game one of the best games you can play with your mates uh and obviously if you enjoy the pirate life then that game is definitely for you and Grounded has been in preview today. It officially launches the 1.0 version. And guess what, folks? People are really enjoying it. I myself have yet to play Grounded because I'm not a multiplayer kind of a dude when it comes to stuff like this. I was waiting for the single-player campaign, and that is available today. I cannot wait to get into that conversation and, well, a few others. But let's get into the introductions. And we're going to start first with our special guest who happens to be home because he lives in Florida, and obviously, that you know, he has the day off because, well, unfortunately, some big things are happening in the form of Hurricane uh, um, Ian, which is supposed to hit tomorrow. And obviously, I put a tweet out there from both Mrs. Boomstick and myself to all of our Floridian friends and family that we wish you uh, many, many prayers and that, that this storm isn't as bad as they say it's going to be because obviously with these things comes tragedy and we do not want that to happen to anybody dreadpool how are you and welcome to the xbox factor podcast i don't know this might be your first time on this show <laughs> um i i don't remember uh, to be honest it's been such a long time i i don't remember i i want to say i might have been but this was back in the uh in the early days the early it, days yeah, that's so right we turned five this thursday. november third so yeah when it was on thursday so oh my god I don't, yes. yeah i i <laughs> Don't remember, but I remember fondly being in the chat. So let's just say today is my first day. So thank you. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it's 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 uh, we're just you know getting ready for the party. All the yeah. uh, <laughs> the so-called party. Yeah, all all the <laughs> transplant New Yorkers and the Californiaites that are over here are freaking out, and we're just like, eh, it's not a big deal. It's just a four. I mean, I slept through a five. It's just a four. I love it. You know, so we had a cat five go through <laughs> over our heads, and, and you know, whatever. But no, just um, playing some games and, and trying to stream a little bit and uh, 
we'll see what happens uh, this week. But I'm definitely looking forward to now. I wasn't before, but now I'm looking forward to trying out Deathloop and and seeing a little bit more. Uh, they got the rewards points, so you know I got to work my way for that. Uh, over three hundred dollars worth of points. Holy moly! Are you kidding me? Wow, I'm, dude! I'm planning, that's bonkers. I'm planning on buying another Series S, only straight up outright with just the rewards <laughs> points. Dude, that's a great story, folks. Do you hear what he's talking about? He is going to buy a Series S with X. points. I mean, who does that for you but Xbox? I mean, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's how I got my last one. I only paid like $200 for my X. Oh, my God. The rest of it was in rewards points. That is so cool. I love it. I love to hear those stories. Well, listen, Dredd, it's great to have you here, brother. Yeah, and, uh, again, obviously, best uh, uh, you know, best wishes to you and the family. And I'll be checking in on everyone periodically as as this thing rolls through. But we're great. We're very happy to have you here making his return appearance. He was lost in Mario Land at some point, but I <laughs> saved the day by driving my cart through there and jump throwing him in the back seat. N64, Josh, welcome back, brother. Hey, so good to be here. Life, you guys. Life is just crazy, but it's good. Life is crazy, but good. So glad to be here. So stoked to hang out with you guys again. Chat, make sure to smash that like button. Good to be back. Yes, yes. Well, it's great to have you here. And Daniel McGee, what's going on, brother? You know, we were, you know, when you know, as podcasters, we like to talk behind the scenes and you wouldn't believe what I learned about what goes into a thumbnail creation for uh, for his stuff. Daniel, what's up, brother? How you feeling? <laughs> uh, feeling pretty good. I just got a video up last night. Posted it kind of a weird hour, but it was just it was ready, so I put it up. Oh yeah, uh, so you know what? I'll I'll add it to the show links uh, so we can oh, get, to get more eye, more eyes and ears on that. But uh, glad to have you here, brother. We we have we have a lot to get into. A lot of speculation town potentially. Um, and uh, I'm glad that you're here to talk about it with us. And last and no way least, Boxing Burger. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? And what you been up to, man? When, when, when's the next big video coming? Oh, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. I'm finally back at making edited videos. I took a little break for like, I think it's almost three weeks now that I released the last video. I was just super busy with work and oh, everything. Oh, you know, your new and position and everything, dude. I took it's taking yeah. up a lot of your time, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm so excited to get getting back. Um, the video is halfway done. I'm trying to finish it after the show before I go to bed so I can uh, publish it tomorrow. Um, it's going to be awesome. I finally have a topic I'm really excited about to talk again. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Um, hope everyone is going to check it out. And uh, But first, we we are having a fantastic show here today. I haven't been on a podcast for a long time with Dreadpool. And uh, it feels like a year or so since we spoke last on a podcast. So that's great to be back. And of course, it's always fun with Danny and, and Josh and uh, you, Boom. So we're going to have a blast here today. Yeah, I, well, I appreciate the compliments, brother, and I'm glad to have you back with us, obviously. You know, the one thing I want to start off the show with is is a smaller topic. Uh, it's one that I think is worthy of a conversation, and that is what's been up with um, Stalker 2. Uh, there were some real nasty rumors going around that Stalker 2 was not only delayed indefinitely, but potentially canceled. And uh, folks, I'm here to tell you that it's still slated for 2023. Uh, this is a big game. This is going to be a big game 
for uh, Xbox. It's going to be a big game for that company who obviously had to have their entire lives uprooted due to the war in Ukraine. Uh, from what I understand in the last update that I saw, they have officially moved to Prague. I don't know if there's been any movement past then, but it's certainly um, it's certainly a story that could have been ended tragically because obviously there's a war going on in their home country, which is where they were developing these games. And thankfully they got their friends and they got their families out. And uh, you know, this is, this is, you know, again, when you have these kinds of delays, it's a small company folks, you know, they, they only have so much money. They're probably working on a shoestring budget. If even that, and, you know, it's it's I'm happy to to, you know, to be here to talk about it, that they are, in fact, going to release the game as planned in 2023. I'll go to you first, Boxenberger. Um, This is uh, a great confirmation for a multitude of reasons. Stalker, you know, we've seen technical demos of it, and it looks like it's going to be. Uh, an amazing game. It's one of the first games that we're going to be able to play uh, on Unreal Engine 5. Uh, they are working on that engine right now for this game. It is expected to be a big open world game with uh, with a lot of things to do. Are you happy that the, that the developer themselves came out and confirmed it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Stalker 2 is one of my most anticipated games, honestly. I loved the first ones. Um, <clears throat> fantastic games. Um I love what came out of the studio, and that is the Metro series. Uh, it's not the same studio, but it's a part of the people that made the first talk left the studio um, and, and found the Metro studio, and the Metro series was also fantastic. So I, I'm really excited um, for Stalker 2. And to hear uh, about all the trouble that they have gone through, if you remember the uh, Xbox showcase in June, the 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 second one uh, where they had this very emotional uh, trailer at the end um, explaining what happened uh, in their home country, uh, how Russia invaded them and how it affected everything. Like literally two thirds of the development team are right now uh, at arms fighting for their country. Uh, It's amazing that this team still has the, the will and the power and the strength to continue on. Um, we've heard that part of the studio moved to Prague, um, and they are working very hard to bring this uh, game out and polish it up. And yeah, I'm I'm super excited. It's an it's gonna be a fantastic game. It looks fantastic. It would have been one of the first big Unreal Five games if it hit uh, would have hit the the original date in in December. Um, but can you imagine under which circumstances they have to fi- finalize this this game and polish it up? And um, for them still to be confident for 2023 just shows you how dedicated and passionate they are uh, about this game. And uh, I, I really can't wait to see more of it. And, and eventually, gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna play it, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, it's it's fantastic news. Boom. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, for, uh, first of all, uh, Killantis, who's been a member for six months, to w- welcome. Uh, here comes the boom. Well, thank you so much for for that. We definitely appreciate uh, the channel memberships and folks. Uh, I, I because Mrs. Boomstick and I love being transparent. Uh, I, I got a message from YouTube the other day, and it was uh, met with emotion for me personally because. We crossed 100 channel members, and that's a lot. That's a lot, considering how small the channel is. So a big thank you for that. Uh, we're, we're sitting at 103 channel members, and it's because of that 
devotion from the fans and the and and the people in the chat that we are allowed to do these big giveaways. We just did a $500 giveaway on Friday. We're doing another $500 giveaway uh, on the first week of November for Mrs. Boom's birthday. And we're giving away $1,000 in one show, one breakfast with Boom. We're giving away $1,000 worth of digital gifts. Uh, and we we pay for that. We pay for that. And and how we pay for that is through uh, through Super Chats and through channel memberships, and we are incredibly grateful for all of that because we love giving back to the community because right now it's it's kind of hard for a lot of people, and if, the more that we do, the better we personally feel outside of the content that we produce each and every week. Uh, Jerron TJ, generous friend of the program who's always here and always dropping Super Chats, he drops a $2 Super Chat and says, good morning, guys. Well, good morning to you, Jerron TJ. Uh, listen, uh, I want to bring up a... a um, a report that I pulled from GameRant.com, and I happen to really like the work that they do over here. And the reason why we're kind of talking about this uh, is because uh, there was a rumor that was starting to surface that uh, this game was going to be delayed to either 2024 or 2025. Now, immediately, the minute this started making the rounds on social media, CSG uh, Game World promptly answered this criticism by calling it absurd. And it says that they normally do not respond to rumors, but they wanted to assure the fans who have been patiently waiting for this game to come out that it would be arriving in 2023. Uh, I'll, I'll go right over to um, our special guest, Dreadpool. Uh, this is the game that's coming directly into Game Pass day and date. Uh, it is currently an exclusive, though we don't know how long of an exclusive. Is it six weeks? Is it six months? Is it a year? Did Microsoft uh, you know, uh, send a bunch of cash over to them because of what was happening? And did they lock it in for as an actual exclusive? As far as we know, there's no planned PlayStation 5 release. This is going to be a big game next year on top of what we already know. Microsoft is delivering. What are your thoughts on the confirmation of the CSG Game World calling it absurd? <sighs> you know, what do we say? What's good for the goose, good for the gander, right? But apparently not this time around. You know, and that and that's the thing. Everybody's looking forward to it. Uh, there's there's been many people, and and to to see the hypocrisy sometimes just you know it, it just gets isn't old. it heart wrenching when you see someone go out and do something like this just to be a d bag. Yeah. It's, it's very frustrating. It just it just gets old, and it, it's just like, why do we keep paying attention to these people? And unfortunately, they get they're getting the attention that they're seeking. You know, yeah. and that's the worst part. But we have to we have to like those of us that know better have to stand up and, and speak against this and talk and, about and, it. Yes, and, and, and notify yes, yes, people yes. because just like back in the um, the three sixty days and the PS three days, right? You had to pay for your Xbox Live, but PlayStation was free. You know how many people got suckered into the PlayStation 4 thinking it was going to be free too? And then they found out, no, it's a paid service. Your free service part is basically useless. It's the same thing here. You have to let people know before they get suckered into something. So we, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, it's like I said, it gets tiring to, to, to hear this stuff. But, you know, we got to speak up and speak out against the uh, the false narratives. I agree. I agree. I, I think it's a, it's an important conversation to have because obviously 
Uh, you know, you want to see this. First of all, let, let me just say this before I bring in um, Daniel on this. I think that as a human being, you have to look at the situation and want this company to succeed because of all the trials and and tribulations that they had to have dealt that that their them and their families have had to deal with in the midst of a war. You know what I'm saying? They, they they didn't move off the block because there was gangbangers, ladies and gentlemen. They they had to move out of their country because of a war, right? So the fact that we're getting getting this game still shows their tenacity to want to deliver something special. Daniel, what are your thoughts on them confirming? that this game is still coming out next year. Uh, I think it's outstanding. You know, the, what was it? The uh, Xbox showcase this year, we saw, uh, saw that that video of basically what they've been going through, right? We, where there was like one dev who was sleeping in a stairwell with a dog and somebody who had to like walk past all this rubble and ruin to get to work every day. And, you know, I think most of us came out of that video like, hey, it's okay if you just don't make the game. Like, I don't think any of us would have been mad if the game ended up getting canceled or, like, indefinitely delayed. Because, I mean, the city that they work in is at least significantly destroyed, right? It, it's it's heartbreaking, right? So I think the fact that they're sticking to it and are getting the game out as early as, as next year is commendable um i i do hope that they're not making it a major priority maybe it's good for them for like mental health just to have something to work on that isn't you know their friends and family you know going through this terrible terrible situation um so who knows i'm i'm glad that it seems like they're uh they're still plucking away at it yeah no absolutely you gotta shout out jason hackett in the chat, he says, uh, and I agree with this sentiment because I'll be buying the maximum version of whatever it is. If it's a hundred dollars, I'm going to be buying the game. Uh, he says, I will definitely be sp- supporting this game. To develop a game in the middle of, of fighting for your country is crazy. Praying for the devs and families are safe. Thank you so much for the awesome comment, Jason. Uh, and I agree. I think that look again. I you know I you know. We love games, which is why 303 people are here, right? We're all talking about video games. We're all excited that our box is right over here or your handheld that you're going to get in October or you're playing on your TV or your computer or whatever. We're all happy to play games. But, you know, real life must, uh, you know, take take you know take front and center. This is one of those situations that uh, I think that even though it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, everyone – and, again, it, you know, if you – if you can afford to, you try to help in ways that go beyond just playing the game. Uh, now, obviously, not people have Game Pass like myself who is retired, right? Like, I don't have a whole bunch of money coming in. I have a great pension the NYPD provided for me, and I did what I had to do as a police officer. So I have a good pension, but I'm still not going to deny what Game Pass does for me. Josh, let's get your opinion on this. Obviously, you do a lot of development work. You're a musician. You do a lot of TikTok stuff. And you said it when you came back for the first time in a couple of weeks, real life, right? It gets in the way sometimes. And, and, and you know, a priority, you know, must be put forward before gaming. These developers are, are, are fighting a war. They are defending their country. And this game is still coming out in 2023. And they poo-pooed any of this, uh, you know, delayed shenanigans. How commendable is this? 
I mean, it's it's amazing, honestly. And I was just watching the nine minute. Uh, I I fired it up the nine minute. It gave me goosebumps, again, bro. Right? Yeah. It, it seems like they. I mean, it seems like this game maybe maybe quite a ways along, which is why they can why they're able to say, yeah, it's still it's still coming out. Even even in the video I'm watching, it's like this game got delayed till 2025. You know, like that's like right. It's like the pin comment, you know, and it's <laughs> it, it it's just funny as we're as we're talking <laughs> so about it. But people are it. I just I love the way this game. It really seems to channel Half-Life. And I, I really I really, really dig that about it. I'm like. It's crazy that the devs are 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 able to keep you know keep doing with what's happening around them, and uh, you know they need they need all the support and and love they can get. So you know maybe we can rally the troops and make sure to make sure to send them some positive tweets. You know, hop on Reddit, do some uh, do fight the good fight over there too, because we we God knows it needs it. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and, and Dreadpool put a comment in here, and I want you to elaborate before we move on to the next topic because this is really great. He says. You know, what's sad is that they're dodging real bullets and still dodging toxic troll bullets. I, I mean, that's wow, Dredd. I don't think I could have said that any better myself. Uh, talk, uh, talk about it. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's just that that whole negativity. And I think part of it, you know, it seems to be the, the jealousy of uh, it's not coming to my preferred platform. Ridiculous. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and so the, the, thus far, the, the game is no good. It, it's it's not coming out. It's never going to happen. It's because uh, whatever issues that they've had, and it's like there's no issues other than the war. You know, they're, they are fighting for their lives. Not only are they fighting for their livelihood by making a game and trying to produce great content for us to play and enjoy, you know, they're fighting for their country. So, it, and it's just, yet again, it's sad to, to see that this is what's going on um with with the narratives yeah so yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that at the at the forefront of something as serious as an actual real life war we have a-holes in this community using using console war shenanigans to replace an actual real war i'm just gonna say this i don't shout out people for their stupid behavior because that's not what we do here we don't pile on the rabbit and on this channel but I got to tell you, man, look in the mirror, folks. If you're one of these people that are out there pushing that this game is delayed because, you know, whatever, you, you might want to, you know, kind of just take a better look and see. Maybe, maybe you're doing it all wrong. But with that said, we got to talk about certain affinity, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, certain affinity. Well, I don't know if you know who they are. Well, you probably should because some of the greatest Halo maps of all time has been made by certain affinity. And thanks to Dan, Dan and McGee, which I want to go to first on this, well, they've been working on Call of Duty since when, Daniel? Uh, since World at War, according to their website, at least. Well, there you go. So if you enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer, you probably played on one of their maps. Now, why are we talking about certain affinity? Well, apparently, according to an article written by a uh, friend of the community, Andy Robinson, over at Video Games Chronicle, the studio claims it's working on something big and new for the Halo franchise. Now, CEO Max Hoberman said this, the biggest thing we're doing that's public right now for more than two years now, we've been working on Halo Infinite doing something that they're very... Pers- uh, 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 you know, perceptive about saying 
what they can actually say about it. It is a big deal. Max Hoberman, if you don't know who he is, he runs this studio. He is a Halo veteran, has worked with Bungie, has worked with 343. They are designing what is expected to be a battle royale for Halo. Now, I'm going to be honest with you folks. Just not really my bag, but because they're doing it and because it's going to be different and big, I may have to get into this Halo stuff. Now, obviously, they've confirmed, and I said they, meaning the CEO, Max Hoberman himself, has confirmed they've been working on this for over two years. They have currently uh, over 100 staffers working on this project. And he says this, we are doing something unannounced and we're, and we're doing lead development on that unannounced thing. From conception to design, it's something big and new for the franchise, but I can't say any more about that. And this is what he finishes off with and during this interview. That's our single largest project of our three projects currently. We have close to 100 developers working on it. Now, folks, Certain Affinity is also currently at work on a Monster Hunter-esque game as an exclusive for Xbox, which sounds dope, but we got to talk about Halo Infinite. And Josh, Mm -hmm. well, you're back at the nick of time to talk about Halo because, well, it's one of your favorite things to talk about. How big of a deal, and, and more importantly, we know how Apex Legends is. It's different, right? It's teams of three. People love it. It was shot out of a cannon, and it has been popular since it came out of absolute nowhere. Fortnite is a behemoth that continues to add and bring back new characters. They are the ultimate character multiplayer game because people are running around as snake eyes like I am. People are running around as Mando. People are running around as Superman. It's 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 bonkers. What They're they running do. around as the guy from Fortnite. AKA they Master run around Chief. as the guy from Fortnite. That's probably the least one I've ever seen, to be honest with you. But there is a guy Fortnite you could run around in. <laughs> For you personally, hearing that certain affinity is working on something quote unquote big. Are you excited to see what they can do with Halo Infinite? That's not going to be your standard PvP, right? It's not going to be, you know, big team battle. It's not going to be, uh, you know, Slayer or, or, or shotguns and, you know, shotties and, and snipes, right? It's going to be their version of what is expected to be a battle royale game, but different. Talk about it. It's. it's- we need something. We got it. There's got to be something to breathe life into this poor game. Like now, that's the that's the other question I forgot to ask you, right? And I'm going to ask everybody in the chat. Throw, you know, give us your opinion. I'll read it live on the air. Can a battle royale game save Halo Infinite? I'm really scared for Boxenberger's answer. Honestly, well, Boxenberger <laughs> is going to he's going to give it to you raw, and that's what we love about him. But it, it's okay. <laughs> Let's hear what you have to say, Josh. Yeah, it, it. I feel like there's been damage done, honestly. Like, and I'm not sure. Like, I feel like the strategy for them moving forward is got to be new players. It's got to be targeting those players that are still enjoying Apex and Warzone and yeah. and and Fortnite and uh, giving them a reason, giving them a reason to come, you know, to jump into this game. Like, what 
they already have HCS, right? They've already got the competitive side going, but I mean, Apex is doing competitive stuff. Fortnite does competitive stuff. Like, yep. there's gonna have they're gonna have to add they're gonna have to add to it. They they can I throw a monkey wrench into what you might say? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things that I uh, applaud Epic and Fortnite for doing is bringing in guest characters. Mm-hmm. Now we saw. Uh, when Gears 5 was released, that they added guest characters to their multiplayer. They had they had a couple of Halo characters. They had the Terminator in there. They had Sarah Connor. Uh, and unfortunately, even though they had a few, they never continued the elaboration on it. I, I, I kind of wanted them to push the envelope, and they didn't. Uh, I think guest characters uh, for, uh, for a game like Halo could potentially be a big thing. Now, you can say characters, you can say skins, whatever, however you personally want to, to, you know, to make it known that that's what you want. Personally, for me, I would love to see a Halo Infinite um, multiplayer that is, that is based on, uh, even though I, I'm, I'm, I'm not you know, that kind of a gamer. Like, I, I don't like Battle Royales. Traditionally, for me, I just don't. But... If you add guest characters, if you add a skin for Marcus Phoenix, if you add a skin for, I don't know, pick whoever you want to put, put, put a pirate in there for crying out loud. I don't care. Yeah. I think that that would do the game major justice. Could that what could that be what they're talking about, Josh? When they say it's different, I I hope there's more to it than that. Honestly, I feel like that is a that is the low hanging fruit. That is just like the the question is why aren't why aren't we seeing some of this stuff happening already? You know, we, we, we should be seeing some, some kind of uh, sea of thieves, you know, representation within halo gears, of course, doom guy, uh, maybe oh even some God, Skyrim, yes. right? Like, I mean, however, like well, who would want to see a power armor from fallout? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? This. And, you know, we got to see them get weird in MCC and it gave all of us hope that like, we were going to see some of these crazy armors in Infinite as well, and uh, don't get me wrong, they're finally getting to the point to where I feel like I, 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 you don't necessarily see everybody looking the same at every, uh, at the at the beginning of every match, but but this, I mean, it's it's just still one of the other missteps. I feel like unfortunately that there's just not enough. It, it, not only are they lacking like any kind of. Uh, just like real uniqueness when it comes to these like how do you add gears to to halo what do you what do you do to make that to make that the fact that that has yet to happen in actual real life all these years later is still a conundrum to me as a fan i'm gonna be honest yeah but the the i think the most important thing is gonna be the gameplay of this br what is gonna separate it what is it gonna what is it what is it gonna do that's going to get people um to play Right. I mean, yeah. we, we remember the conversations from old Halo documentaries talking about the 30 seconds of fun. Right. And how the, yes. the, the each each interaction was they they need to that, that needs to happen again. But for a modern era, you know, there's a great foundation. And I and I think especially with those of us that have been playing Halo since, since it came out or maybe started with Halo three, something along those lines. We see what what Halo Infinite is capable of, but we also see it showing its age even as a brand new game like you can't come out with just a handful of maps you 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 can't just sway that we saw a massive sway in halo 5 that was just to either 
either uber casual or or big yeah. time like competitive there was there was no, there wasn't really the the middle ground just for like the weekend warriors right and yeah. so we we live in a we, we we live in a time now where like free to play games they've got to have the content and they've they've got to have like what's what's the map going to be like how is it going to change from season to season what is going to go on there is there going to be is there going to be different rings that we get to go and explore and are they going to get destroyed as we finish off each season and we end up on a different halo ring is it all like there, there's got to be some things that are really going to build hype and get get people excited. It's those it's those end of the season events and the beginning of new season. That's I mean Fortnite does it so well. How many of us remember? Well, I mean, dude, and, the, the black hole. People stood and watched for days. I mean, Jesus yeah, Christmas. People yeah. people streamed a black a black hole. Right. And they were like, look, look, we're just sitting here waiting, and hours and hours of Twitch streamers streaming. A black hole, bro. Like it's crazy that I mean, like I, I'm not, a, I'm not a Fortnite guy. And look, folks, I'll admit it. I'm 52. I stood at the screen like this, waiting for something to happen, <laughs> man. Like, come on. Yeah, and it, it, you know, when we all got to fly in as the, uh, as the Avengers, and <laughs> and like that kind of stuff was, it was. I, I mean, I hate to say it, it was epic though. That's really what it. Yeah. That's really yeah. what it was, and so. But it builds hype. There's got to be something that is going to like really shock and awe people. If this is a, if this is, if this comes out feeling like an Apex clone, feeling like a Warzone clone, it doesn't feel unique. It doesn't have that thirty seconds of fun. That 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 thing that is going to make people want to put down the other game to get into this. It makes me super worried for this series. I I I, I hope I hope that there's going to be you know, there's going to be that very thing that um, helps Boxenberger like Halo again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Boxenberger, you know, let, let's, let's bring you into the conversation here hmm. because you have been extremely vocal, as, as I, but I don't think I have been as, uh, as vocal as you. And you have every right to feel that, you know, to, to, to give your, your honest opinion about this. Uh, again, if this was, if this was work, from some other team outside of um, certain affinity, I, I'm with Josh. I would have major concerns because I'm like, wow, they're putting the the potentially the 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 you know the, the whole series on the backs of an unknown developer. Now I'm worried. But this is certain affinity, and they've been working on this for two years. I know that there was a lot of talk from many people within 343. They were like, yeah, BR, the only BR is, is, is you know, the battle rifle, which, of course, probably wasn't the <laughs> smartest thing and, and has aged poorly, to be honest with you. But with that said, there's still an opportunity for them to release something that's not only great, but something that is different. Where do you personally feel? Where did your, where did, where's your confidence level for certain affinity to deliver what halo mm. needs and that is content yeah um actually i i feel similar like josh josh um see the thing is um i'm i'm with you on my con on the confidence level with uh, uh, towards certain affinity uh, they have done a lot of work in the shooter space and yes. they have done a lot of um very reliable work in the shooter space yeah a cool call of duty doesn't allow for delays 
they don't delay Call of Duty. That's yeah, why they're eight you, studios working on that one game. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, they have they have that down. They have that. Okay, we have to deliver uh, at a certain time a certain amount of maps or content. Um, they have that down. Um, they are also no stranger to Halo. Um, they have worked on on other Halo games before, like you said. Some of the best maps came actually from certain Affinity. All that speaks obviously pro uh, this mode, whatever it is. Um, we all assume it's a battle royale. Let's see um, if it will end up being that. Um, maybe it's something else, something that they they're gonna surprise us with. Um, uh, so. I, I'm still hoping more for a PvPVE mode, to be honest, uh, and not a battle royale. Um, but whatever it is, um, of course, new content for Halo is always welcome. That the problem is the game is still going to be managed by three for three, and uh, before we don't see three for three getting their act together, their shit together, um, I'm I'm not giving uh, any a benefit of a doubt here anymore. Listen, you're being completely fair. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's been a a major shakeup uh, over at over at three four three. I don't know how long ago because you know these things before we learn of them, they they happen weeks, sometimes months before, right? Like we yeah. learn that these things are going when the studio tells us that it, this is going on, unless you get a leaker who has good information. And this is something that I believe Microsoft Halo, uh, and, and 343 kept really close to the vest because the, the franchise is, is a bit damaged. Like Josh was saying, um, I, so, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, you, you, you're walking in eggshells when it comes to 343 and you have every right to do so. Mm. So I remember a show uh, like a couple of months ago when we, where we talked about, Three for three, and and what <laughs> we could do. Honestly, uh, I can't remember who it was uh, at that day uh, on the panel suggested just hand the entire Halo Infinite uh, uh, game over to a th- certain affinity. Let them manage the ongoing live service uh, thing, and then go into three for three, fire the management, restructure the entire studio, and and give them a, a chance at a Halo Infinite two. And uh, it still sounds to me like probably the best way. So I'm, yeah. Where do I stand with with the certain affinity thing? Um, I actually do trust certain affinity. I am a little scared, honestly, how three for three is gonna handle whatever good game they are come uh, gonna come up with at or a good game mode they are gonna come up with as at certain affinity. So yeah, I I can't say my high, uh, my excitement is through the roof. Um. It's still interesting to see, though, um, what this big, big new unknown mode actually will be. Um, it still rings in my ears that that Phil Spencer said a couple of years ago, I think two or three years ago, that they don't need a battle royale. So I'm not sure if they have greenlit at that time, I, because that's about around about the time um, that, that the certain Infinity mode is in development. Yeah, I don't think uh, that they greenlit a, a battle royale. Mode. I still have hope that hopes that it's something else, and uh, I'm excited to see what it is. But I'm honestly scared that this is just gonna be mismanaged by three through three again. So yeah. Well, listen, Max Hoberman, like I said, is a great leader. Uh, he he has a lot of uh, you know industry know how. If there was one person that I would actually trust with Halo, it would be him and his team. 
I think everyone moving forward understands that any further mistakes, missteps are going to damage his brand potentially uh, from ever coming back. Like I said, me, folks, you've heard me talk about this before. I'm in absolute love with Halo Infinite. Uh, I, I, I wish I would have the ambition to play every day at, you know, when, after beating, after you know, doing both battle passes. I, I wish there was more. I mean, we are getting a new map. They did, you know, unveil a new map. That's one of the original maps that's coming at the um, at the Halo tournament that they did over the weekend. So we know, we know we're getting at least one map. Personally, again, I'm not a developer. I'm just a knucklehead podcaster. I would love to see them be putting out at least one new map, uh, one revamped original map per month. I, I think that if they did that, people would be so excited to get back into Halo because they would be playing on these classic maps. I think the fact that we don't have one per month, considering how many maps there are and some really, really great ones, is it just is what it is. But I, I don't want to drag this down any further. I do want to get Daniel McGee's opinion on this, uh, and then we'll get Dreadpool and get his final opinion on this. Daniel, both Boxenberger and Josh have important things to say. I, I don't think it can be discounted that they have concerns. Um, but I, I believe in Max Hoberman and his team. And when they say that they're working on something big, I, I don't think that he's talking out of the side of his neck, so to speak, as the kids say. Where, where, where's your confidence level on certain Infinity delivering the next big thing for Halo or specifically Halo Infinite? I mean, pretty high. Like, I, I understand the, the concern, of course. Like, 343 has proven that they're not capable of putting out the the speed of content that people want, right? That they're not able to sort of fill that gap with maps and modes and all those things, right? But this is a different team. You know, this is certain affinity. They're coming in making presumably a Battle Royale mode, maybe something else. Um and as long as they're able to sort of keep up with it, I think it could be Halo Infinite saving grace, honestly. Because the, that's the number one thing that people... Like, you know, the narrative has completely changed since Halo Infinite came out to where when it launched, it had great reviews, everyone was loving it. And then really its only problem is that there isn't enough of it, right? Is people want more maps, they want more game modes, they want more guns, right? So if certain affinity can do what they've been doing seemingly for the majority of their studio's career and bolstering up the multiplayer of halo infinite i mean i certainly trust them to do so um and i think a battle royale or or something to that effect would be probably the best idea that they could do right because it's it's not just like hey here's this new game mode that we can play with but it's also if you, I mean, you know, we were talking about the the black hole from Fortnite. We were talking about like the Avengers moment, right? There's there's so much more that you can do when you have this one evolving map, right? Like you can tell an entirely separate story inside this battle royal that doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with the story of Halo Infinite, and honestly, probably would be better off if it didn't. It didn't. You know? I agree. Yep. So I, I think honestly, just give full control of this battle royale mode to to uh to certain affinity just put a little tab on the, on the halo infinite thing so that i like the menu so that we can say it's the same game and, and help halo infinite look a little bit better and i think we just you know cross our fingers and hope that they can uh, get content out a little bit faster than 343 which seemingly they have a lot of experience in doing 
yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, that's everyone's so far great points. Dreadpool, let's get your final opinion on this, brother. I mean, obviously, you've heard what Daniel Boxenberger and, and, and 64 Josh said, as well as myself. For you, you know, you like playing multiplayer. It, it's your thing. You like hanging out with people in the community. There, there really isn't a better multiplayer, uh, well, a history of multiplayer than it is Halo. Where, where do you personally fall considering the ups and downs that 343 constantly continues to have versus a certain affinity who has not really put out a bad product since being involved with Halo, going all the way back to the Bungie days. What about what, 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 do you, what, what are your thoughts on what they're going to deliver that's new and big? Uh-oh, Dredd, you're on mute, brother. Oops. There, there you go. go. I just wasted up my whole intro. How uh, dare so, you? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> so, um, no, I mean they've 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 worked out with many studios, uh, big names, and, and they've had history with Halo. So, who, who better else to, than you know? Obviously, three four three should have been the ones, but uh, who better else to work on Halo and bring some some light to this uh, situation, right? So, I'm gonna I'm thinking they're gonna go old school. And they're going to go back to the old, uh, uh, the original trilogies, and they're going to have a Halo kart racer a la Diddy Kong with all the vehicles. I like it. I, I like it. what you're putting down. I'm, I'm playing that. Right. So, but, uh, but at the same time, if you think about it, um, let's just say they are going to do like an actual BR, right? Let's let's do the in the style of Perfect Dark Zero, because the multiplayer mode was basically a training mode. So when you died, you just you know you digitized. So this could be you know their non-official canon story or it could be part of the canon tied into the halo as, as a training simulator for spartans you, you know spartan versus spartan and you know um with all this it, it could it could lend to uh at least kind of give you a one-off and then not really make it you know permanent like oh you know this you know this person's master chief you know he should always win or this person's this uh this character you know but at the same time think about that how many characters have we had in all these halos even in odst right so you could actually pick out these skins and go at you know go from there not just the colors we could pick out different skins that they had in the past so it'd be interesting to see what they come out with um I mean, I, I'd love to see some sort of racer. I mean, we've all talked about it. Um, it would be hilarious, and it would be, unfortunately, uh, a downfall if they did do that. Uh, it, but they do need something fresh, something to, to re-energize. So uh, BR or not, whatever it is, I want to see what they come up with. Uh, I just, like I said, there's there's certain avenues that they can do this that I think would make sense and fit in, even if it was a kart racer or BR. I mean, you can even do a BR and kart racers. They've, they've had that in other ones where if you're in last place after a certain time, you get kicked out and then the next person get kicked out. So it's, they do have those modes in racers. So it, it, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, anything that everybody has already said, I'd love to see. Um, I just, I just want to see some sort of life brought back because unfortunately uh, as much as I love halo, I I've, lost the that love and feeling you know what i mean it, i, I just... hear you you know and, and you know what you're not the only person to say that as someone that 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 has a a real affinity for uh no pun intended for halo 
you, you, there, there, there isn't, there isn't, uh, you know, an urgency to go and play a game that only released last year. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's unfortunate, but hopefully they can work it uh, where certain affinity injects, uh, you know, a new mode that people are excited to play. And what that does is it takes the scrutiny and spotlight off of Halo Infinite in its current form and factor. And it puts it over to certain affinity. And what that allows the team at 343 to do is adjust to the new management that has taken over the conversation in gaming. And then, of course, Dread, produce more content. Could you imagine multiple teams skirmishes versus just one, you know, yeah, uh, two teams? I, I, I freaking I think mean, that is amazing, dude. We, we've said that before. Multi-team, we, we can have um, and then just do like Warzone, you know, just bring in everybody else in the middle so you don't know who you're fighting just per se you know so you can have these tactics where you're going in to capture uh you know like like you have land grab or or uh capture a base you know but you're you're actually capturing a a, i don't know a device you know stuff like that and retrieving it there's so, so many different things that they could do but they need to bring back the life and the soul and we can't rely on forge right forge forge is not supposed to be to fix the game forge is supposed to be an addition to forge is probably going to be the one to save the game unfortunately to be honest that's what's yeah. looking like but i'm yeah. hoping certain affinity does whatever they do that brings back the life and and takes the talk away from forge because forge should not be that thing that brings back and resurrects it should just be Halo. an addition to the greatness exactly yeah i agree absolutely listen ladies and gentlemen that's topic number two i think right we're up to number topic number three but before we get there, got to welcome in the 400 people that are here. Thank you so much for being here today. Hit the like button if you're new. I see some new names in here. Consider subscribing. We are uh, 11,200. We are eight, uh, just under 800 away from 12K, which is something that Mrs. Boom and I are striving for in 2022. I don't know if we're going to have enough push for the remainder of the year to get that, you know, to get there. But if you're new and you want to help uh, with, you know, with that transition to get us to 12K, please, by all means, consider subscribing and, of course, hitting the like button. But I got to catch up with some of the Super Chats. And the first one uh, comes to uh, – another one comes to us from X Double X Wolverine, Double X, who is not only a new member. He drops a $2 Super Chat and says, thank God it, it, if it's a BR. And I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. Um, Isaac uh, Gentry who's been a channel member, wow, man, for an entire year. Thank you so much for that. He drops a $2 Super Chat and says, the only thing that can save Halo is content. Indeed, that is very true. And Double X Wolverine, Double X drops another $5 Super Chat and says, Halo should be more popular than Call of Duty. Uh, this be this should bring Halo back to the top with content. Yeah, I, I think there is something to be said about you know them fighting both for your 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 time and your dollar, and uh, unfortunately, three four three has kind of made it easy for other people to come into the space and kind of push Halo to the side. But that's hopefully that's we are at the end of the disappointment that a lot of people are feeling with a franchise that launched over twenty years ago. Uh, we have another one coming in. Oh well, this comes the way of Kia Walker, who's not only an, a channel member for a year, actually sixteen months. Uh, but he says uh, he's uh, someone that I that drops constant 
information bombs to me on, on, on and through DM. So a big shout out to you, Keo, for always delivering that. Uh, he says uh, it's time to get back to grounded. Yeah, I, I, I my, it's, it's downloaded. I just, I got to get to it because I really want to play it. Everyone's talking about. We, in fact, we're going to talk about that very soon. Uh, Chris R drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "I've seen people say that regular Call of Duty multiplayer suffers since all of the resources go to Warzone. If true, three four three and certain affinity could split duties. Indeed, that is actually an excellent, excellent idea." Um, I, I, yeah, again, I, I'd like to see them do that. That would be pretty good. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Kia Walker brings up grounded. So I am going to bring up the topic that I have for you next. Uh, and of course we're going to be talking about grounded because obviously there's a lot to talk about. Uh, this game is getting, uh, really good reviews. Uh, it is currently sitting at an 84 on PC and an 81 on Xbox Series X. Now, I don't know why there's a disparity of three points. Who the heck knows? Maybe it was one team that only reviewed it on one or the other. I don't know. But these are the early scores that came out. Windows Central gave it a 9 out of 10. PC Gamer gave it a 9 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10 for Destructoid. PressStart.com gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Dual Shockers gave it an 8 out of 10, uh, and GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. Games Radar gave it a 7 out of 10, uh, and that's fine. You know, it, it, absolutely their opinion, but that's right. Today uh, today is the day that um, Grounded is moved out of preview. It is officially launched as Grounded 1.0. It has a story mode and campaign. A lot of people have been waiting for it. I know that Colt Eastwood talked about it last night on his show on XNC, which was great with Gaz. Um, and uh, him and uh, Randall Thor have been playing. I think Randall Thor talked about it. He said he's over 30 hours into the game, and they're quite enjoying it. I mean, listen, if you put 30 hours into anything, you're probably enjoying it. And, I, you know, obviously, you know, I want to hear from the chat on this. You know, over 400 people here, so big thank you for that. Are you interested? Are you heading over to Xbox Game Pass to download or update your Grounded? Because I never played Grounded because of the multiplayer thing. It's just I just don't have the time. So I, I, I really was looking forward to finding out how these kids got shrunk, where this fall. I know there's a survival aspect to the single player, which I'm, I'm okay with. I'm really looking forward to digging deep into this. Uh, and we'll start first with Josh. Josh, you play a lot of multi. Oh, no, may, Josh may not be back yet. You know, Boxenberger, let's go to you because <clears throat> this is this is an opportunity. And like I said in the opening, Microsoft is quietly doing some things in the space that Sony has talked about, and it's only on paper for Sony. They have apparently ten to twelve gas games in development. Well, Microsoft quietly has, you know, with Sea of Thieves and Rare done some big things in the space and yeah. obviously grant grounded came out and it was a i mean i don't know i i i, the, I think the studio size was what 12 people that that built grounded on in its preview form 20 yeah, yeah 20 20 people so there you go 20 people put this game together and it's getting good reviews it's officially out for everyone to play what are your thoughts on the scores yeah, it's it's great to see it's great to see that these little projects the passion projects um are getting um the 
the the chance to actually being developed and and when they do a good job it just shows you it really doesn't matter sometimes how big the budget for a game is, how big the team for a game is. Hellblade yep. 1 also, a little above 20 people. I think it was 23 or 24 people made Hellblade 1. So, um, yeah, small teams can achieve great things if they are passionate about it and if they get the chance to develop their pa their, their, their vision for the game. And, and this was one of it. Uh, the game... Has been in a playable state for, I want to say now, two years, something like that um, already. Um, now, this uh, this update, um, the, the 1.0 release, adds a, a, a lot of cool content to it. And um, before, even before the game released, how many million did the uh, players that the game have? I want to say 10? It was, I think it was 10 million. I, I, I'll 10 million, right? It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's amazing. Um, what that uh, game has done over the last two years. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that it gets the recognition um, from the uh, uh, media and, and, and the reviews are great uh, because they obviously deserve it. Um, Obsidian has, has given them the chance to do this uh, and it is, is awesome to our, hear Chio Walker in chat says 11 million players. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I actually have the story pulled from xbox.com, uh, news.xbox.com. On February 10th, they confirmed yeah. that uh, uh, that 10 million players have have we, played the game. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane if you think about how, how small the team uh, was uh, in the beginning and how it started all out. Great to see. Great to see. Um so yeah, uh, I actually have it downloaded as well. I played it a little bit when it uh, when the game actually came out two years ago or so, but then I dropped out because at the time there wasn't really that much content. Uh, and I'm looking forward to go back and actually play the campaign, um, the the story mode. Uh, it, it's awesome. And I also want to mention one other thing you touched on, Boom. Like uh, Xbox is doing great things with their games as a service, and they really, really do. Um, Halo is probably the worst example, but if you look at um, at games like State of Decay Two, um, if you look at Sea of Thieves, and how and 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 now and even games like Grounded, these ongoing games, um, they put years and years of support in it, and they get millions and millions of players. Um, it's it's amazing to see, and and not all of these games need that AAA budget to do that, and that is that is very very cool to see. It is, it, you know, obviously uh, the studio uh, over Obsidian is run by Josh Scheuer. Uh, he has a game coming out that he has a, that's a passion project for him. That you know, it, it, people have played it, are quite enjoying it. Uh, and again, it's 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 again, it's it's one of the smaller releases like Grounded, Boxenberger that could come in on the scene. And even mm -hmm. though it may not be everyone's game. It might be a game that you like. You're like, wow! I, I didn't know I needed this game in in my life, and here it is. Uh, and I think not, not every it, game needs to be for every gamer. That's the beauty of yes. diversity in yes. gaming. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 hundred percent, absolutely, one thousand percent. Josh, let's bring you in on the conversation. Grounded being reviewed pretty damn well. Currently sitting at an eighty-one on the Xbox Series X, of eighty-four on PC. Uh, this is a game that has been in preview for about about two years, give or take, right? It has crossed over 11 million players. That was confirmed by several people in the chat. 
this is a passion project that had 20 people that made this game, and now it has turned into a, a, a contender for maybe you know a, a gas game of the year, to be honest with you. And, uh, and again, Obsidian just continues to deliver, and my God, the fact that they are Xbox first party is a win for every Xbox gamer. What are your thoughts on what's what's happening with Grounded? You know, it's one of those games that like I know I I know very little about it. I know that there was like like an arachnophobia mode that made the spiders look really 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 goofy, right? I love the fact I love the headlines. I love that we're seeing we're seeing it review so well. I think it's fantastic the stuff that Obsidian is doing. I mean, it seems like everything they touch turns to gold at this point. And so, you know, the 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 more the merrier. The fact that there's 11 million players like i love that like i love that there's such a massive community that's that's into this game and to be perfectly honest it makes me want to it makes me want to jump in and 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 give it a go it's just a matter of finding time like i said at the beginning of the show real life right it's just get like i <laughs> you guys are gonna you're gonna scold me i've owned a ps5 for two weeks as of today and it's still sitting in the box next to me i <laughs> I have yet to open it. I mean, so. I mean, God of War is coming out, and that's going to be a banger, as the kids like to say. I can't wait to play it, so maybe that's when you open it up. The Last of Us uh, looks great. The remake, I'm not yeah. spending 70 bucks on that. I can I can assure you that. When it's 30 bucks on Black Friday, I will buy it. I will play through it. I will take a 1,000 pictures and enjoy the remake. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I understand it. I, I, look, folks, I, I'm not saying this to be trolly, all right? I have a PlayStation 5. I have 20 games. I have uh, three controllers. I got the camera. I'm in the bag, bro. Like, I, I'm I'm all in the bag for Sony's stuff. But I haven't turned... The last time I turned on my PlayStation 5, and again, this is not being a troll. This is straight-up honesty, is when I was dusting. And I was like, God damn it. I turned it on. I got to stop dusting, and I got to wait for the thing <laughs> to come on and then shut it off. So, I mean, it's, it, it's just because it's not my main way to play... And yeah. Sony ha- has put out games, you know, I only buy their first party stuff. I don't really play it. The last, the last game I played was Stray. And I really, really enjoyed Stray. I have, I, I'm about three quarters of the way done. I'm going to beat that game by the end of the year. I, I quite enjoyed it. But I see your point, Josh. Yeah, it's just there's, there's so much, right? But I, lo- I mean, I'm here to celebrate stuff. Like, I like to celebrate the side of gaming rather than complain about it as much as, as, much as I can. Don't get me wrong. The games I'm passionate about. I'm I'm gonna give my my constructive criticism to looking at you three four three, but uh, it's because it's because I love the series and I'm here for it. And and guess who's still dropping money into into three four three's pocket? I am because I want I I'm my right there hope, with you. I dropped over a hundred bucks in between both seasons. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I'm hoping that by like season six, you know, when I've got the I've got the the retro Spartans from season one and season two, everybody's like, "Whoa, where'd you get that?" You know, like that the, the FOMO can set in at that point. So it's uh, it's all calculated. <laughs> but uh, I, I I see Boxenberger shaking his head like, "Do not give them a penny." <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean. I'm stoked for Obsidian and what they're doing, and I'm stoked for the future of 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 what they're going to put out on the on the Xbox. It's it's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am, and I'm I'm real happy for the team. Honestly, I'm I'm super happy. Uh, uh, Daniel, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What what are your what are your thoughts on the success of Grounded? Yeah, I mean, I think Box pretty much already said it. Where uh, I think that this is really exciting that they're able to do 
these sort of smaller projects that they just want to, right? I think that these studios having at least some level of autonomy and being able to just make the games that they actually have passion for is paying off. Like whenever they make games that they are interested in, they are going to put more effort into it. They're going to care more about it. They're going to make better games. And that's proven by the fact that Grounded, uh, a survival game made by like 10 people is blowing up in the way that it is, right? It's, you know, like it's not taking the world by storm or anything, right? It's not Fortnite, but it's doing a lot better than I think anyone would have expected it to, right? The number of players, the even the review scores, it's it's a really fun game. I, I played it whenever it first launched into early access for a couple of days, and I had a blast with it, just kind of fell off because survival games aren't really my thing. Right. Um, but I've had it installing before I sat down to start the podcast, and I'm probably going to jump in and at least play through the story of it. I don't know if I'm going to get into like the whole building up my house or, or you know crafting too too much, but uh, it's it's certainly an interesting thing. Um, I'm really glad that they were able to make it, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play a lot of it. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I I, I I love to hear those stories because, like I said, you know, not I say this all the time. Not every game is for every gamer. Uh, this is a survival based game, but I think that they, they it appears that they are going to do it in a way where it doesn't feel too ho- hand holdy but at the same time still give you a challenge and maybe have you uh, enjoy a, a genre that you, you don't normally get into. Uh, real quick, shout-out to Dragonheart Yobi. What's going on, my brother? Hopefully you are doing well. He says, hashtag peace, life, and a peace, love, and life to the hardest-working podcaster in the gaming community. Keep up the great work, and happy birthday. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I turned the old man turned 52 on Sunday. And uh, my family, not only uh, Mrs. Boom, not only put her foot in the pot, so to speak, when she delivered one of the best meals I've had in ages, but she, uh, my family was great when they gave me all kinds of gift cards. And uh, well, all of my fall games are now paid for and somewhat semi-downloaded. So I'm very excited about that. And Gamer by Choice, what's going on, brother? Welcome back. He drops. Uh, $2, he's been a channel member for, man, two freaking years. Thank you so much for that. He says, my PlayStation 5 has been sitting in the shipping box since 9-2021. Wow. Uh, I, I, you should at least make sure that it works, dude, because I think you might be out of warranty. But, yeah, listen, that's 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 just, it is what it is. But, Dreadpool, uh, again, you 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 appreciate multiplayer uh, because you like hanging out with the community and, and, and having fun and uh, is is grounded something that you are going to be interested potentially playing even with your with your family? But are you happy to see the small team that was deliver big time for uh, for Xbox fans? Well, the best part is that they pushed off that negative stigma that any Xbox game comes out that's uh, sixty meta. Know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. So when when you when you look at it like that, it, it's great, you know, that they allowed them to make a game. Um, you know, these passion projects don't always work out. You know, I don't know, bleeding edge. Uh, but when they do, this is what comes of it, right? You get great games. We've been playing it when it was in the pre-beta, whatever mode that that was with my daughter. We were both playing it. I've seen Colt Eastwood, obviously Boxenberger. Uh, and everybody else has been enjoying the games from back in the day. Uh, now that they're out, you know, you see 
these scores actually are being counted for, uh, I would say properly, even, even the games radar, you know what, not every game is for everybody. And that reviewer probably just didn't hit with that person just, just right to be a 10.0 and not every game is going to be a 10, you know, so you can't fight that and say, Oh, you know, it should have been this. It should have been that. It, it's not, it's, it's whatever somebody feels for it. You know, that's why I say, you know, guys that play Madden should not be, um, judging a racing game or vice versa oh okay sorry so, about that i was a- i was adding this uh Pro- proteus uh this is a game you have to see but can please continue yeah so so when you when you do, when you look at it like that and that and that's the whole beauty of the metrics you know you get a combined score and that's without people manipulating it um i don't know because uh, we know ign is is not really biased per se but they are because they need to make sure that any game that comes out that they say anything negative doesn't come back as a repercussion so usually you know they they have a bias for this stuff uh there's also players that are playing it that are reviewers they also have a bias to their platforms that they want to do but it's good to see that it doesn't seem like there was any bias anywhere it was just a judgment of the game Yep. Um, we've all played the game in its various uh, fashions throughout the um, the preview, and I can't wait to get back on it now that it's actually finalized and, and play the the real campaign. Um, I've held off for a while because I knew it was just one of those things. There's too many games to play for for a console that has no games. So, but that's that's really it. You know, I, I jump back in there with my daughter, and we'll have a good time. And that's what it's all about, folks, right? Like, that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Uh, just real quick, if you're wondering what, what's on your screen, folks, I am here to tell you that go to if you are an Xbox Game Pass subscriber, you must download this game. It's called Proteus. It, it is, is Doom meets Quake. It has an old-school feel to it, but a very new-school RPG element to it. It is... Absolutely. I've only been able to record 45 minutes, which I'm going to play until, you know, towards the end of the show. And I have to put something else on because it's not going to last what we have left in the show. But this game is so my God, it is so good. I can't begin to tell you so many guns, so violent. And the score is the soundtrack is doom esque phenomenal. Please, for the love of Joe, Go download this. It is absolutely incredible. Um, I got to give a shot. Damn, I, I, I'm when 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 the, when the panel members are talking, someone actually DM'd me and said, "Boom, try this game." So I didn't even know this game existed in Xbox Game Pass. Proteus, go play it. Hashtag Boomstick approved. Uh, but I want to move on, folks, to the next topic, and this is the this is the headliner. You know, Gears of War is one of those franchises that does not have a bad one, at least in my opinion, uh, in the series. Now, granted, there's going to be some people that like Judgment. There's going to be people that absolutely loathe Judgment. I happen to really like it, but that wasn't uh, that wasn't the Coalition. That, that was People Can Fly, uh, and it was a different kind of Gears. It wasn't traditional in a lot of the ways that it did things. But uh, we got some information, folks, that is exciting and also head-scratching because we know – that the coalition is working on gear six. We know gear six is going to be unreal engine five, right? We, that I confirm check and check. We also know they're working on an unannounced new IP. 
in Unreal Engine 5. But here is where the uh, Inspector Clouseau hat comes on, folks, because Microsoft has just filed a new Gears of War trademark for a game. Now, what is this game? Now, I got this from game-news24.com. It was written by, well, his name is Ron. That's uh, that's his name. He doesn't have a last name, so that's fine. But Ron wrote this um, this report. And uh, the quick take from it, folks, uh, and uh, and obviously this is the sh- this is the short version because we want to speak about it, is that uh, according to Microsoft's patent filed last week, something new was written regarding Gears of War. Now uh, there has been a lot of talk for what seems like years, ladies and gentlemen, of a Marcus Phoenix MMC like collection coming to the Gears franchise. Now, listen, say what you want about Master Chief Collection when it launched. It launched broken. It was not great. But to be fair, to be fair, folks, if you are new or old to Halo, there is no better place to land your boots or put your boots on the ground than the Halo Master Chief Collection because it is a smorgasbord of everything you could want in one place with updated graphics and it just looks and plays magnificent and it's again it didn't launch great it took years to be where it's at now and that's fine but gears of war at least in my personal opinion deserves something as special as the master chief collection Personally, and I and Crispy Bomb could attest wherever he is. I know he's probably listening right now. I would be thrilled just to get an updated graphics, you know, Unreal Engine Five version of Gears One through Three. I'm I'm okay with that. They don't need to do that for Gears Four because Gears Four is on Unreal Engine Four. Unreal Engine Five is going to be Gears Six. Uh, Unreal Engine Four for Gears Five, which I thought was a masterpiece. Uh, I would love to see a collection-esque type of uh, love letter to Gears. Uh, and the Coalition, you know, they could they could deliver something so special. Josh, I want to go to you first on this. You know, when you talk about the Halo Master Chief collection, right? You love it. I love it. Everyone here probably loves it. Do you want – what, what is this patent? It's a game. It's a new Gears game. The w- question is – what is it? Is it a new old Gears game? Is it a new, new Gears game? Are we going to get a part two to Hive Busters? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Hey, the, just bring more Gears. That's all I care about. Like, Thank you, I, sir. I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> to, have a, to have a Gears collection that was all, you know, like an all HD remake of the, you know, the Marcus Phoenix games, I'm here for it. Yep. I... I'm one of the the few that had well over 10,000 multiplayer kills in Gears 1 and never got my seriously achievement to pop. Like, oh no, that's devastating. Oh dude, it, I'm I'm at like 15,000, but it has something to do if people leave during the match then it wouldn't count the kills or like yeah, yeah, so so frustrating cuz I mean, as an achievement hunter and as a Gears fan, that was one of the that was one of the things I wanted so badly. But uh yeah, to see just anything from gears like especially if it can fill the space uh before before the next game comes out you know as they're making it on on unreal 5 
like uh, um, Unreal Five, right? Is that what we're on, or are they on the? Is that the? Is that the latest? Well, version? the Gear Six yeah, is going to be Unreal Five. Well, you went. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Five. Yes. I, I knew it was Gear Six, but I'm like, is it Unreal Six? I just said, I just want to make sure I got the info right. <laughs> that's all. So, um, so anything that can that can kind of uh, fill that fill that that void would be would be fantastic. Gears is uh, it, it's such an incredible series and. It, it's strange it's it's one of those things that like when it dropped it was one of those games that was an event right it was it was up there with halo the the mad world trailers all that kind of stuff and it's it's strange to to it doesn't seem like it has the same pull that it used to so again it's another thing that like put out something that's going to i mean what if what if it's a what if it's a battle royale right what if it's a free-to-play gears game like that's, dude i'm with you i'll take anything new for gears honestly well and i mean gears would 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 lend itself just watching watching your gameplay from earlier like if it was a if it was a a, a, a just like even like a massive pve like like all-out war would be something just kind of different and and maybe maybe really cool like to where you know you you play as you play, you level up and get your gear and stuff like that. But then you 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 maybe can't. You're, you're essentially camping out when you're offline, right? And you get to see how far the how far everybody has moved the progression in the in the battlefield or something along those lines that could just be um, like an ongoing progression. There's 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 so many ways that we could we could see like PVE evolved. I, I think I think the the BRs have really evolved. You know, multiplayer and PvP. But how how could we see Gears can really lend itself to being a game that kind of revolutionizes uh, um, the 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 PVE experience? And I mean, you know, we've got games like like uh, like WoW and and whatnot. But I mean, it's that's it's an old formula, and to to see something that would I, again, it's just like it's just like we talked about with three four three. What can Gears do to shake to shake things up to get back into the limelight that they used to be? to be to be uh you know front and center in pop pop culture again and and get everybody excited to uh, uh to be playing yeah no I, I i absolutely agree uh real quick shout out to corbini gaming who drops an outstanding two dollar super chances hey boom another great show thanks for the hard work well thank you very much for the generosity but thank you of course more importantly for the kind words we also have another super chat that comes in from dragon heart yobi who drops a two dollar super chat and says boom shh we don't speak of gears judgment <laughs> i love it that's good stuff oh my god uh listen uh boxenberger what what are they doing over there well i mean what, should we get excited is it time to let our her down so to speak or what, what's what's going on with uh this 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 newly uh, there you go daniel's right let us her down um <laughs> should, always down yeah should we get excited or, or or i mean a patent it's it's for a game that is confirmed we just don't know what is it someone actually said a, an rts gears game would be cool oh, i absolutely I love that. think that is well you love RTS, i love I mean, that yeah, there you go yeah Actually, uh, in a similar direction, I was thinking about when when I heard that um, Gears Tactics was was super popular, uh, um, and everyone who played it uh, actually enjoyed it. I I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about Gears Tactics who actually played it. Um, it's it's a fantastic game, and 
Um, I would. It, I, it, it could be that that it, this uh, goes into this direction. But other than that, we have heard the rumors about either a Gears 2 remaster or similar to the one we had for the for the first one a couple of years back, um, or even an entire Marcus Phoenix collection. We've had those rumors for what feels like ages, and um, so maybe it's it's finally happening, Boom, and it would be awesome, to be honest. Uh, I know it, there are probably IPs out there that could use uh, a remaster even more like a Fable. I would, would love a Fable collection uh, because uh, the Gears games, they all run with FPS boost, HDR, uh, auto HDR, and, and, and they are beautiful or uh, still uh, on the series consoles. However, if, can you imagine like a Gears 2, which is probably the favorite in the series of mine, yes. remade in Unreal 5 from scratch and, and to play those epic moments, no spoilers here, but there were some pretty epic moments in that game. Again, uh, that would be just just absolutely awesome. So yeah, um, it's we, we've we've seen um, Microsoft do a lot with their with their other big IP, Halo. Uh, we have had TV series, we had RTS games, and um, uh, games like ODST. Yeah, that was just just a little different than the main Halo games. Um, and why not do the same uh, with with Gears. Um, I think uh, Gears is, is just as important as Halo. Yep. Uh, probably, yep. probably uh, the Chief is still a little bit more recognizable uh, as, a, as a global brand, but still, Gears uh, is, is so attached to Xbox, and uh, it would just be awesome to give the, the same dedication that they have given with the um, with the Master Chief collection to, to the Gears IP. Um, just this awesome fan service for, for all us gearsets out there. It, it would just be awesome. So yeah, we shall see. But I'd also take a Gears Tactics too. I, I want to make that clear. I'd, I'd be super happy about that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I love what they did with Gears 1 when they remastered it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, again, it looked, they added uh, stuff from the PC that wasn't available on the console of, uh, version originally, which was great. I mean, it was a whole uh, a side mission that was added uh, which was uh, which was amazing. Would love to see what they could do remastering gears. I, I, again, I I would love to see the trilogy remastered in Unreal Engine Five. I don't know how hard that would be for them to do. Going from Unreal Engine Three to Five. I mean, I'm not I'm not technical like that, but well, it's, it's it's it it is not easy to do. You basically have to really do the the, the game from scratch again because the the problem with Unreal Three was actually <clears throat> that. Um, they they use kind of a different uh, script language uh, in oh, four. Okay. So when you had to move stuff over, you basically had to to do that again. Um, it, it, that that's the beauty of Unreal Five and why it's so easy to transition over from Unreal Four to Unreal Five now, because basically the two engines are compatible. So your scripts and everything carries over, and you only have to adjust minor things. And that isn't true for Unreal Three. To Unreal 4 or obviously to Unreal 5. Um, that's, by the way, the reason, uh, if you remember the Mass Effect uh, a Legendary Edition we got last year, it still ran in Unreal 3 because it would have m- meant that they had to recode basically all three games um, uh, if they would have ported it over to Unreal 4 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it wouldn't be easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you would know better than I would for sure. I, I would love to see what they do. Uh, again, I, honestly, I would like to return to Gears in, in in a fresh coat of paint, but I would not be against saying, 
hey, let's uh, let's get a let's get a follow up to, uh, to to High Busters, which I thought was phenomenal. Uh, if you never played it, my God, please go and play that game. Uh, Daniel, let's get your opinion on this, brother. I mean, what's going on here? They don't file patents, especially for new games. If there isn't a new game, is it is it time for Gears fans to get excited again? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, even without this uh, patent being filed, I feel like we're pretty pretty much due for a, a new Gears game soon here, right? At least an announcement of one. We, As far as I'm aware, we haven't heard anything from the Coalition for a number of years, and so uh, theoretically they, they are going to be announcing something in the next year or so here. Uh, and I know we've heard the rumors that they're working on a smaller project that's not Gears, but... Who knows? Maybe I mean, we have both. we have actually uh, seen and and heard a lot from them. Honestly, I have to disagree. Yeah. Uh, they, last year, there were a couple of uh, tech demos that they put out uh, in Unreal Engine, and then we played the Matrix demo. I yeah, the uh, coalition made that uh, in cooperation with Epic. So we have we have seen a bit uh, in the last year from from the Fair. coalition, and we like recently the learned that they work also on State of the K three. So well, yeah. They're they're apparently helping out a bunch of studios, which might be why it's been mm. so long since we've heard a new game from them. Um, but regardless, honestly, yeah, I expect they're a small game that you mentioned next year. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think that we might get that next year and get an announcement for it like early, and then get it later in the year, and then maybe also get an announcement for the next Gears game. Regardless, the um, Gears is one of those franchises that just lends itself to so many potential genres and and you know venues that this patent could be for pretty much anything and I'd be okay with it, right? It could be that that Master Chief collection for Marcus Phoenix and I'd be down like Gears 1, 2, and 3. They could use a, a new coat of paint, right? Stick that in Game Pass. Just give it like I, the Last of Us 1 treatment, but, you know, yes. actually leave the multiplayer in, um, which I don't think we would have to be concerned about with Coalition. Um you know, or it could be Gears Tactics 2, it could be, you know, a horror game. Like, there's so many different options that, that Gears lends itself to so perfectly. Uh, basically, the only thing that they could do with this that would be disappointing to me would be, like, Gears Pop 2. But I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I would, yeah, I would, would be very upset about that. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I would, I'm really excited for it, right? Because for me, Gears of War has always been sort of it, me personally i understand that like numbers wise it doesn't really add up but they've always been sort of uh, xbox's top franchise for me i've never really been a halo guy uh i think master chief is a loser uh but yikes the, i'm sorry he's just a cool guy who says cool things why you know, is he I, here I it so more. funny why is oh. everyone is taking shot at shots what? at halo what? and three for three oh, lately. <laughs> why is daniel here <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Daniel, you're gonna set the chat you're gonna set the chat on fire. Okay, listen. Uh, sorry, I just think these are not the things you're looking for. Move I along. Is really cool and I like them a lot. And they're really cool. <laughs> the is there a PlayStation show that'll take Daniel? I, was just gonna like me. I think he's a uh, a secret <laughs> p- uh, pony here. No, oh, I don't like no. God of War either. I'm not I don't belong anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. So basically, you're, you're saying that you're like the dwarves from the Hobbit. We we, we don't belong anywhere. We're just we're just here. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> Listen, I, I look. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I will take any uh, Daniel. I will take anything. Gears. Uh, I'm very excited to see what this is going to be. As long as it's not a disappointment, like uh, yeah, like you said, like a, like a pop. 
Like, oh, look, Gears Pop 2. Oh, wonderful. You know, great. Um, yeah, you know, that'd be the whatever. only thing where I'd be like, yeah, no. You you should have just not. <laughs> I would yeah, have no, no, I, had I, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, again, I, I'm hoping for something special. Uh, I can't wait to see what uh, what is delivered next year uh, from what is expected to be their Unreal Engine 5 uh, unannounced project. Uh, and, and regardless of size, it's still going to be something special because, A, it's Unreal Engine, and more importantly, B, it's the coalition, uh, and they they really do good work, uh, and they are the masters, the tacticians of Unreal Engine. It's going to be great to see what they do. Uh, Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What 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 do you want to see in this new patent? Do I mean because obviously it's a Gears patent, so we know we're getting a Gears game. The question is, what are we getting? What what are what would you like to see done? Okay, well. I'm going to go all over the place here, so follow along with this one, right? Everybody's already brought up, uh, because I already had this stuff written down, uh, the uh, MFGC, the Marcus Venus Collection. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, okay, even the the Ultimate Edition, which was the remake, that was also in uh, Unreal Engine 3. So for them to make it again... You know, like like Boxenberger said, they'd have to make it in five and from the ground up. So that would be a nice one if they just redid that. Um, I think part of that would be too soon because I would think that they would want to release a console, a Gears console with Gear 6 versus the, tr- uh, the um, collection. All right. So with them not really announcing any new projects other than whatever that little side project that they're doing to use as a uh, learning st- uh, step stool, I guess you would say, plus helping out other studios. Um, wouldn't it be cool if this patent had something to do with the Gears movie? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. Because that I was like 20, 2018 I like and the last really we've heard anything was 20, uh, I'm sorry, 2019. That was really the, the the last talking into 2020. So, but uh, here's the other thing: these patents in the U.S. only last for 20 years. So, oh. guess what? Years came out in 2006. When do you think they started making this? Probably 2003. What is next year? I'm sorry, not 2003. Uh, two, yeah, 2003. So, what is next year? 2023. Yeah. So maybe it's just refiling just to make sure that they stay up to date with the patent, so they don't lose the name. So that's that's uh, I mean, the only it's, thing I could think. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, that that could very well be the case, but again, it has it has been suggested that it's an actual new game. So I mean, only only time is going to tell, and you do make a, lo- a lot of sense where it could be just to uh, retain rights to IP. I hope that it's more than that for sure. Um, but listen, folks, we're we're through four topics. And, uh, you know, it's we still have, you know, 29 minutes left of the show. So I would be very remiss uh, to end the show right now because, well, we're having a party with 400 people here. Why not talk about, uh, you know, people can fly? Uh, and why, why are we going to talk about people can fly? Well, it was reported today, ladies and gentlemen, that they are, well, not they, 2K has uh has uh, uh i guess torn up the contract and canceled a game that they were working on for over 2 years uh and people can fly are a great studio obviously they've done some games that you know a lot of people love or or, or really hate in gears judgment but they also did 
uh, what was the game that they did that you that you use like combos and stuff? My God, why am I why am I blanking on Bullet the name? Bulletstorm. Thank you, Daniel, for the save. I loved Bulletstorm. Quite enjoyed that game. So now the question that I'm going to have for the panel, and of course the 400 people that are still here listening to us yap about video games, is could they become the next first-party studio to join Xbox Game Studios? Would they be a proper fit to the you know to, to you know to uh, you know XGS? I'll start with you, Josh, first on this, brother. Um, uh, shout out to Saint Reborn who's put Bulletstorm. A lot of people did, so thank you for the for the for the uh, the help. They made Outriders. Outriders was very good. The DLC is phenomenal. King David can't stop talking about it. I think they would make a great addition because not only could they make their own games, they would be one hell of a support studio. Uh, they're big enough to do both. Josh, what are your thoughts? Uh, the 2K no longer working with this studio. The game that they're working on canceled. Should Microsoft swoop in? I mean, this kind of ties into what we just talked about, and they would be a perfect fit for an offshoot Gears game to, uh, to you know, potentially fill the maybe not a complete brand new Gears game, but get them going on the on the remasters or the remakes or something. They seem to have the chops for it, and I think they could be they could be a, a, a great addition there. But again, I mean, Outriders is such a strange it's such a strange game you have people that really love it and then you have people that were just kind of like what what is this it was like the strange mix of mass effect and gears of war right and uh it, it mixed in with a little bit of destiny as well and so it was just kind of like what what are we what what sometimes that works those risks work i love the fact that they took that risk and other times that kind of stuff's just not it's going to kind of fall short right and so they they definitely have the chops there's no question there and so to p- put them in a and and i think i mean I, more than likely it's it's xbox that prolonged the inevitable with them getting with them getting canned sooner with game pass having the having those extra funds come in and um you know, essentially Game Pass pays for the, the, the development, right? Isn't that kind of the, the, w- what we know about Game Pass? So to have that, the, the publisher obviously had to love that. And then it, it, they'd be a great fit. Bring them on board. Like I know that game was a, is, is a hit or miss in, in, in plenty of people's eyes, but you can see their chops. You can see, you can see their passion um, comes through in, in what they've created and uh so so get them over here let them let them let them help out with uh with you know what what the outer worlds or some fallout or you know there's get them get them on as a support team <laughs> hell let them help with three four let them help three four three just to uh to get something with halo out there like w- w- xbox just needs games at this point right and so uh let's yeah you bring them on board I absolutely agree. I, I I think they would be a great studio. Like I said, I think that they do have the chops to deliver their own game, but at the same time, they would be a magnificent uh, support studio to help on games with the coalition. Uh, you know, with three four three, 
uh, you know, with with any studio that needed, uh, you know, development chops or hand uh, or hands on experience to finish said game. Uh, Boxenberg, let's bring you into the conversation. What what do we yeah. do here with, uh, you know, with People Can Fly? Because I, I still think that hmm. there is something to be said about having that studio join Xbox simply because they've worked so well with them over the years. And uh, you know what? Maybe if they had the 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 backing of someone like a Microsoft, they could make the next new IP that would be Xbox exclusive. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, I, I I just briefly want to say something about the uh, them being a great support studio. I I think that that that's uh, a little waste of resources. People I, can okay. fly if have proven that they are fantastic developers. Uh, maybe they didn't always have the biggest budget, uh, but they have done a really good job. It's it's not easy to get handed over an IP like Gears of War and still make a game that plays as well as Judgment did. Um, and it had a fun multiplayer, a couple of fun multiplayer modes um, as well that, that the other Gears games didn't have. Bulletstorm was fantastic. Fantastic! I loved it. Uh, it's a very unique uh, first-person shooter elements, and even Outriders. Yes, uh, controversial. You could could argue about the amount of of endgame content, uh, but I really enjoyed the campaign. It was especially in co-op. It was a lot of fun to play through. The, the powers were fun. Uh, the, the, the moment-to-moment combat was fun. Um, so yeah, uh, I think uh, they are a great studio, and they would be a great get for Xbox. The thing is, of course, um, let's hope nobody picks them up and uh, <laughs> before uh, Microsoft actually can. I feel like this is one of the, the good examples why I hope that this Activision Blizzard deal is going to be over soon. Honestly, it feels like um, Microsoft uh, can't do anything these days <laughs> because of that deal. They would don't want to mess with this gigantic deal. And as excited as I am about the ABK deal, man, We've seen over the entire year a couple of misses. They missed Bungie. They missed, um, I'm blanking on the name, Tomb Raider. Um, oh, Crystal Dynamics. Crystal and, Dynamics. Uh, and and uh, Thank you. Uh, Eidos Montreal. Montreal. Eidos, Eidos Montreal. Exactly. Yeah. Those, those would have been also perfect gets. Yeah. Now we're talking about people can fly. Uh, Tencent has been out there acquiring a lot of stuff. Um, it's It kind of feels like... Um, uh, the longer this ABK deal goes, uh, that the harder it, it, it is for for Xbox to, yeah, not miss out on these um, these real cool studios that would be a perfect match. And I feel people can fly would be that that match, uh, one of those studios that Microsoft would really help. They have the talent, they know how to deal with technology. They just need that a little extra funding and maybe a little help in either great publishing or or like in uh, play testing and stuff like that. But that's exactly what the game um, Xbox Game Studios are all about, yeah? Helping yeah. those little studios, smaller studios to be, become the triple A juggernauts that they actually can be. They are a great uh, would be such a, such a studio. I feel like Crytek is also uh, uh, something that would be a perfect match. Um, and I just hope really that the ABK deal is going to be over soon and Microsoft can get back to to pick up these hidden gems uh, and not miss out on on people can fly a Sobo and and you name them. Yeah. Um, before someone else studios, you could be a part of that. I mean, there's, there's so many studios. Exactly. I, I, I have a strong suspicion. Again, this is just an opinion, folks. So please 
don't hold my toes to the fire if it doesn't come true. I, I think that there are a lot of deals that were currently on the table before the ABK deal. We've heard that we've heard rumors that there were a lot of studios that were going to be announced to join that they had to put the pump the brakes on for the fact that they needed to get this deal done. I, I think not only do you know, because obviously tomorrow night on uh on the new episode of Primetime Gaming with uh you know uh Wandering Dutch and Kay Asante and the crew, we're gonna specifically be talking about two things, one of which is going to be the dirty tricks written in the contract for uh for Sony's Jim Ryan. I mean, listen, you've heard someone you've heard a lot of opinions on it. They talked about it last night on Colt Show. Hargeet Chani, uh, who's a good friend of this program, put his two cents, and him and I are on the same page where we think that this is malicious, whereas others say, no, it's just standard fare. And we're also going to be talking about what was reported that uh, on Giant Bomb just yesterday, uh, the, um, they were talking about uh, specifically uh, Microsoft's big push into Japan. And not only is it going to come the way of studios, it's coming the way of a big publisher. So next year is going to be fire. And I think studio acquisitions as well as potentially another publisher, i.e. Sega joining the fray, might be something that we're talking about next year. But that's all going to be discussed. Uh, we have Risk It for the Biscuit joining us tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on New Primetime Gaming. Don't miss that episode. But, uh, yeah, good stuff, Boxenberger. Let, let's bring in Daniel McGee. Daniel, this is a studio that has a history with Xbox. People can fly, have talent. They've proven it. Outriders, depending on who you ask. And, I mean, listen, it was a success because many, many people were playing it. It was one of the biggest stories from last year because it launched into Game Pass, which is blew everyone's mind, right? I, I I didn't beat it. I got towards the end. I got to get back to it. I got the DLC. I you know, I paid for the DLC. I don't mind because I, I, really, I really enjoyed the game. Would People Can Fly be a studio you want to see join XGS? Um, I think it's one that makes a lot of sense. I don't know that it's necessarily one that would excite me. Um, it's, it is that thing where People Can Fly is a really good studio, and they certainly have the relationship with Xbox. So there's no doubt about that. I, I think if Xbox or if People Can Fly could choose who to go to, it would almost certainly be Xbox. Um, but I, I also don't know necessarily that them losing a publishing deal means that they... 100% want to be acquired. They might just sign another publishing deal with somebody else. Right. Um, or just get scooped up by the Embracer group. I mean, they got their they got their start making those painkiller games, and uh, apparently Embracer group owns the IP for that. So I'm sure that they would like to get the original developers of that back. Um, I, I think it would certainly be a good pickup for Xbox. Like, they're, they're a capable team. They have made good games in the past. I love Bulletstorm. I like Gears Judgment, you know. And I can certainly see them being able to make a, a, a new IP while also helping out with some of the other ones. You know, I mean, we're seeing sort of that same concept being applied to like certain affinity, right? Where they're working on new games, but they're also working on multiplayer for Call of Duty. Um, and we're even seeing that with like the coalition where they're helping out other studios, but also making their own games, right? Like it's not, it's not unheard of that they could do both. Um, so I think in that regard, support studios is something that they really need. And if those support studios can also happen to put out really good games of their own, I think that's a bonus. 
Um, but if I'm Phil Spencer and I'm going like, okay, hey, what are my next, you know, five little small acquisitions? I, I don't necessarily think that people can fly is at the top of that list. Listen, I hear you. Uh, and again, everyone's his opinion is, is, of course, accepted and wanted on this podcast. And, and I hear you. They're not top of the, or tip of the spear, as Kay Asante, who's in the chat, would say. Uh, but I, I, me personally, I really loved their games. I, I quite enjoyed Judgment. I quite enjoyed Outriders. I definitely enjoyed Bulletstorm. I think that they have the chops. And I, wow, man. You can give this team an older game, an older IP that maybe that we didn't know that we needed in our lives, and they could deliver. Uh, listen, uh, let, let's get Dreadpool in on the conversation. Dreadpool, People Can Fly has a great history, right? I just named three games that they did, right? They they have done uh, Judgment, which again, you know, depending on who you ask, I loved it. Other people did not. They did Bulletstorm, which was phenomenal. They just finished Outriders. Uh, they did the Outriders DLC, very well reviewed. Um, do you want to see someone like uh, that team join Xbox Game Studios? Should it be someone that Microsoft seeks out to see if they want to join the team? Well, um, I'm still at uh, uncertainty with them. Um, they do put out good games, but at the same time, they don't listen to their fans. So when they released the the uh, the expansion that they did for Outriders, it was more of the same, more of the good stuff. But yet again, more of the it's bad still stuff. some of the bad stuff that was left in there. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh-huh. just didn't didn't listen. So you know, I mean, we already know Lord Cognito lost like everything oh, he had. Oh God, Remember yeah, that? he sure did. It's, he it sure took a while. did. So you know that's bad publicity. Um, Osoba, on the other hand, I, I agree that. They they're probably already part of it is just because the ABK deal, it just they have to hold back on actually making it official. Uh, but with their knowledge of of Unreal Engine four, yeah, they could, you know, cover base shooter. They they could help out Gears and do something. But I don't think Gears really needs any help. You know I, I mean? agree. I, I think what as, they're doing is is, is fine yeah. over there. Yeah. I mean, if they if they want to be a support studio and and or maybe help do a. a a side project like they did with judgment okay cool i'm fine with that um but like i said i just don't think that they need to be brought in just to help out gears i think um you know doing their own thing would be pretty good too um, yeah no i, I absolutely agree you know, I, I, again I, I who's to say that they don't have their own new ip that they've been sitting on and microsoft acquires them and microsoft says hey listen green light go you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I who knows? It's just just like uh, Bungie, uh, they were not acquired because Microsoft actually passed on them. Xbox saw what the the upcoming game is, and they chose they chose not to. They said, "Nope, not for us." Yep. So yeah. when, when you look at it like that, um, maybe like you said, maybe they got something else in the works that they're pushing out there and saying, "Hey, look, you know, they didn't like anything we were doing, so we held off on this until we knew what was going on." And now that we're separated, maybe we need a new publisher. Maybe we need a a new team to control us and, yeah. and let us do our own thing and, and support us financially so we can actually make this uh, pet project, per se, you know. Yeah. It, it's, I, I, it's, it's all up in the air. It's, it's hard to tell. I don't know if it would be a good thing or a bad thing just yet. 
Well, yeah, again, like you said, only time is going to tell. I, I think that they do have enough uh, development chops. I think they would be a phenomenal studio. They're, are they a triple-A studio? No, they're they're like a double-A studio. But you know what? That That's okay. That is okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there is certainly nothing wrong with that. And, and maybe they're double-A because they don't have the funding. Uh, maybe they can be transformed into a triple-A because of funding because that's usually what, what is the contributing factor. They add more talent. To their studio they have more development dollars to, to to invest in again we don't know but ladies and gentlemen that is going to be your five topic xbox factor for this tuesday five topics ladies and gentlemen and we still are going to be able to do outros and get everybody here on time i want to thank the over 400 people that are here hopefully you're enjoying the, the gameplay footage of proteus definitely definitely please go play this game my god it's so good and it's an open it, it, it's it's very corridor based but it has a map system where you're kind of moving around on the map there's a store where you can go buy things like double jumps and stuff which i have yet to get or other guns which i just got the double barrel shotgun which is dope kind of like well double barrel gaming but let's get to the outros josh we'll start first with you sell your brand brother talk about where people can race you in mario kart Times 100 people. What you got going on, Mr. TikTok? And uh, what else you got going on for your channel? Oh, you're on mute, brother. You're on mute. We got to hear the beautiful voice. Oh, I can't believe I did it. I there can't believe it. <laughs> 13 years of podcasting. You think you'd learn, you know? You'd think. You'd think. But uh, it's kind of exciting. I am I'm full-time making content now. Nice, dude. And nice. So, yeah. The um, the Nintendo Powercast is is going strong. So if you guys awesome. want to hear some some goofballs talk about Nintendo, I uh, I'm interviewing today at uh, twelve thirty my time. I'm interviewing uh, the creator. If you guys have Super Mario Maker two, oh check- my god, dude! I saw that he he made Mario Super Mario five. Yes, yeah. So he's gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the seven year project that he's been doing because since I, 2015 started... i saw the story yeah you know what send me the information of where i can find that because uh, i want to download that yeah absolutely absolutely i'll uh I'll, I'll send you his uh his maker id i started i played through the first level put it on my youtube channel uh yesterday and then uh yeah so just real exciting stuff happening over on um youtube.com slash n64 josh a lot of lot of videos coming out um n64josh.com even like we're just just really, really, really going hard into the into the content and uh, um and and then I I also started a I started a marketing company. So if you guys need a website or SEO stuff, check out immortalprime.com and uh, and hit me up there. You so. are the man uh, that has a lot of things going on. I can tell you that right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. So so I love being here. Love getting to chat with you guys and uh, and and talk Xbox and Daniel. I'm glad you're here, regardless of what I said earlier. Um, <laughs> It's uh, I just I just want to make sure you know that that's all. Oh man! Uh, shout out to Ham Solo 5 Gaming who says sup boom happy belated birthday. Thank you, sir. That's very kind of you. Definitely appreciate that. Paul in the chat drops an outstanding ten dollars super chat and says the top five studios I want Microsoft to get is one Asobo, two Certain Affinity, three Sega, yes, four NetherRealm Studios, hell yes, and five people can fly Xbox. Uh, uh, make acquisitions but not announce them he's asking 
uh, it depends if they're privately, uh, uh, you know, if they're privately owned. I think they could because they don't have to announce anything for stockholders. Uh, but I think there could be talks. There certainly could be, hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, such and such studio, we are considering, uh, you know, you know, let's let's put let's do the handshake, the old, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna acquire you, but we just can't say anything right yet. I, I believe that happens in business, even even in big business. But uh, Boxenberger. Do me a favor for just two seconds. Uh, do your outro. Do Daniels and uh, and Dreadpool. I just have to take this call real quick. I'll be back in two seconds. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, people can find me everywhere on the Boxenberger. Um, I've got always uh, content coming up. Um, <clears throat> like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I'm working right now on a very, very exciting video that will drop tomorrow. Um, and on Thursday uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern, um, 7 p.m. UK time or 8 p.m. Central Europe, I have uh, host my own uh, podcast, The World of Gaming, where we cover everything that happened in gaming, news, games, technology. We talk about everything. I do that with my wonderful co-host, Wandering Dutch. And it's uh, we're going to have an awesome show here to, uh, this week. And other than that, I'm... Guesting on so many podcasts, uh, you you probably won't miss me, guys. But Danny, let people know where they can find you. Right. So you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee. That's Daniel J. M. C. G. Uh, or on YouTube at just Daniel McGee. Uh, I just put up a video last night about sort of how I think PlayStation is sort of pooping the shower right now like they're not doing they're not they're doing a lot of things that i don't agree with uh and that video is actually surprisingly doing decently well so maybe head over and go watch that um it's been a it's been a great show really really glad that i got to hang out with you guys oh box is muted oh now he's oh, no muted. it's happened again no, oh, not a, there, there. It happens to Sorry, the best of us. Sorry, I was rubbing off on you. Forgive uh, me. You know? to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, no, awesome stuff, Daddy. Awesome stuff. And Dreadpool, let people know where they can find you. Yes, as you can see on my screen, I have my little poster of everywhere you can find me. But definitely check it out. Uh, I've been dropping a whole bunch of shorts recently for Halloween. Um, the past, uh, the next couple months, I'm going to be streaming uh, horror games along with other games. So uh, you'll see mixed stuff, uh, cosplay, uh, the Breaking Bread with Dread, which the last one I'm still trying to find someone to edit it for me and um, get it posted uh, with myself and Carlo from 4GQ TV, aka Italian Clowns. Yes. So um, we've been doing 360 videos. Uh, so check it, check out the website, or I'm sorry, the website, the YouTube channel. Um, and then obviously, as you can see, everywhere else you can find me. But I got to say thank you most importantly to everybody in the chat for showing up. Indeed. It always pushes the show. Definitely subscribe to everybody here. Yep. Uh, Daniel, I just subscribed to you. I'm doing it right nice. now. You're at 470. And now you're at 471, brother. Oh, thank so, you very much. Uh, nice uh, actually talking to you. Same thing with uh, um, N64 Josh. It's uh, great meeting you t also. And then Boxenberg. It's been a while. But um It has. Yeah. Definitely. Uh we need a we need to get in touch again. Absolutely, um, absolutely. We need to get you on the world of gaming, man. Uh yeah, just hit me up and let me know. We'll 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 figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. So but again, thank you for having me on today. I know it was last minute. I just oh, dude, I love it. I, I I'm glad I checked my DMs. I, mean, I was like, absolutely jump on there, brother. This yeah, is great. I mean, they said, Hey, 
we're shutting down. I was like, well, what else am I going to do? I can play some games or uh, <laughs> let me talk some games before I play some games. Because for a while there, I'm not going to be able to do anything if I lose power. Oh, so well, everybody down, down here in Florida, be, please be safe. Yes. And as yep. always, my, my DMs are always open. If you need to talk about something, get it off your chest. I may not know what to say, but at least you have an ear. Somebody will listen to you. Um, and you can just, it could be, a, you know, I could be that stranger that you could just get it off your chest, you know, and we can go from there. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, that time of season again, people are starting to, uh, get those weird thoughts. We don't want, we want, yes, we want everybody to, to be with yeah. us and enjoy gaming. So remember, share the hoppy, everybody don't, don't fall into the trolls. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending your two hours of your day here Again, this was a great show. We got to five topics uh, and some really important ones on top of that. Of course, I want to say a big thank you to all the Super Chats, all the channel members. Like I said, we've crossed 103 channel members. Uh, and that's, like I said, that's that's a really big deal for a small channel like us. Uh, that me, you know, And uh, again, th- those, those, re- those, those uh, dollars that come our way do allow us to make so many uh, improvements to the channel through equipment as well as give back as much as we do. Uh, by the end of the year, uh, we will have doled out over $3,000 worth of digital prizes this year. Uh, and there are still 1,500 more uh, to come in the form of uh, a big event coming for November, as well as uh, the big, the big, big one in December, where we're giving $1,000 away on uh, a Breakfast with Boom for the holidays. And uh, it's just our way of giving back and, of course, helping helping the, 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 the kind gamers out during a time in the world where, you know, it's, it's money's hard, money's hard to come by and everything is expensive. So it's just our way of giving back. And of course, I'm going to close out the show folks with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. So, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have, an awesome day so take care everyone we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the xbox factor podcast <laughs>